Kaya Biz with Kuhulet and 4P. On Kaya 959. On the streets, on the air. Ellen Gray helping you secure your future. Ellen Gray is an authorized financial services provider. This is Kaya Biz. Kaya Biz with Kuhulet and 4P. On Kaya 959. On the street, on the air. 12 minutes to go before 7 o'clock and if you've listened to the beginning of the show or even the conversations we had yesterday last week to last month maybe since the beginning of the year you'd be well aware that there's been a great sense of volatility on the market primarily driven by the ongoing concerns of rising inflation which is a global phenomenon where we're witnessing record levels of inflation being recorded in the most developed of economies and even in emerging economies like we have here on the continent that in itself speaks to increases and sharp increases i must tell you in interest rates which in itself has caused confusion and of course frustration and a sell-off on some parts of the markets this can make you very anxious as an investor because you just might be thinking well with all this panic with all this chaos and all this uncertainty on the local and international market front where and how does one need to remain optimistic about your financial future and your investments? Well, to help answer this question for us this evening, we join on the line by uh, Lisa Marie Crawford, who joins us as head of Man Co Distribution at Allen Gray, to give us some insight into this conversation. Lisa Marie, great to have you, and thank you so much for making time. Good evening, Gugu, and thank you very much for having me, and good evening to all the listeners. Fantastic. I'm hoping you're not stuck in the dark, but the mere fact that we're able to talk tells us something. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fortunate to have a little bit of light on here at the office, Paul. Fantastic. And that just speaks to the reality that we're looking for, right? Light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to our investments in the global market. But let's start with first things first, Lisa Marie, just an understanding of the difficulties that we've witnessed as investors when it comes to the stock market performance of late. Things aren't that great, not just here in South Africa, but really the world over. Absolutely. It's been it's it's been an interesting um it's been an interesting journey on the markets globally and in South Africa. And uh, I was even reminded of um of a previous conversation that I had and it was during lockdown and we were talking about how tough things were at lockdown. We just needed to get to the end of it. Now that we're at the end of it, we have like a whole set of different challenges, inflation and rising interest rates and, you know, wars and, and all these things. And, and it really is a highly uncertain time for investors. And and I guess hence the reason for, for our, our conversation this evening is how to remain optimistic uh, mm. despite all of the things going on in the markets. And let's start there. How do we remain optimistic? Because right now, it's not looking too favorable, Lisa Marie. Absolutely. And I, and I think, you know what, Gugget, it's so easy to get worried and bogged down about all of the things happening in the world and, and really to think that the situation is hopeless. But I think fortunately for us, we have a long history to go on. And, and history reminds us as long-term investors that periods of strife often presents new opportunities. Now, when we look back at what happened in the 1970s, when we also saw a huge uh, surge in inflation, much like we're experiencing today, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it was a similar 
it was a similar time. And I'm sure if you if you ask anyone that lived during that time or um, that was around or that invested, um, they would have told you that it was a very difficult time to live through and to do business in. Um, but actually, ultimately, when you when you look at the end of that, the message is, is one of hope. Because what happened was that the increase in interest rates, it triggered a major recession, and that finally crushed inflation. And that actually then allowed the world this remarkable sort of path of growth um, and actually it followed a sort of a long period of wealth creation followed after that. So, so really actually what it, what it is is that success requires a degree of optimism as well as a lot of patience (laughs) and it involves us looking through sort of rose colored lenses and ignoring the difficulties rather than facing the financial or not ignoring it, sorry, but actually facing the financial challenges head on and and really reminding us that for every problem and difficulty we face, there there really is a solution. So I guess that is, in a nutshell, the message of of hope Mm. (laughs) and optimism. And I like that it's not just hope for hope's sake, right? But it's really giving us perspective Mm. by looking at the past and evaluating, hold on, what's actually happened under previous conditions when the world experienced high levels of inflation, where there was this ongoing concern um, that again, it sends panic into the markets. Uh, and I'm keen to understand, as you say, um, our, optimis- our levels of optimism also have a direct impact on the outcomes of our investments, right? And this is primarily driven by behavior, whether we panic, whether we're optimistic, um, or, or whether we sit on our hands and do nothing. And I'm keen to understand from you, Lisa Marie, how our behavior, whether we sell, buy, or hold, um, will directly have an impact on our investment outlook and the performance of our investment portfolios nonetheless. Yes, absolutely. So people that are optimists, they tend to engage or they're more likely to engage with their future self and have a vision for, you know, where it is that they want to go. So so it's no surprise then that optimism helps people stick to their plans because they are committed to the vision that they have for themselves, even, you know, despite adversity. So it's, having a sense of optimism really actually also helps you think creatively about problems. And so the lesson really is that having a deep sense of optimism can help you achieve investment goals because I think it it does mean that when you have this clear vision for your financial future and where you want to end up, um, you will think twice about making the wrong investment Mm -hmm. decisions um, despite, as I said, being very tempted, which all of us um, at times. Mm, definitely. I'm keen to understand if we do bring it closer to home, uh, if you have any research that does reflect on the levels of optimism that South African households do have, because I can tell you, Lisa Marie, around the braai, uh, coffee tables and even <laughs> meetings, <laughs> all of us always share a sense of frustration. My goodness, I wish this and that could be better. But uh, what does yeah. research show regarding our attitudes um, as South Africans here? Absolutely. So, so interestingly, actually, Gugu, that South Africans are more upbeat than you would imagine. Really? But actually, yeah, but, but I'm also, at the same time, I'm also, um, you know, we always have a way of making a joke and making fun out of mm. tough situations like load shooting. Um, but yeah, the, the, there was a recent survey, a local survey that was done that, um, that actually showed that more than 70% of working households that participated in this survey believe that their financial outlook over the next six months would improve. Now, this was the highest level of optimism since the start of the survey in 2009. And interestingly, yes, interestingly also, um, actually,
actually TransUnion did a study um, in America, and despite worries of high inflation and rental costs, which they also have, as well as the threat of recession, more than 50% of Americans remain optimistic about the uh, finances. Hmm. So it's not just locally at home, but also, you know, abroad that inherently, I think we want to see the right side of things. That's that's beautiful to hear because I guess it just speaks to that resilience, right, that's actually required to make sure that we do uh, want to see positive outcomes at the end of the day. Uh, and, and I'm glad that that's, I guess, our attitude and, and our level of optimism. But is it translating into our actions? Um, and maybe through that you can help us, help guide us with a few tips to ensure that we develop a more optimistic financial outlook and not just have the positive outlook, but have it translate into our actions. So being consistent with our investments, not locking in our losses and with making large exorbitant withdrawals um, and just sticking mm-hmm. the course. Absolutely. Um yeah, look, there's, um, I would say, three easy tips that I can share. Um, and I think, I mean, you've summed it up pretty well, is that all of this actually centers around your own behavior. Um, and so the first tip is, is really to bring a, awareness to your own behavior. Now, when there's a threat to economic stability, you know, it's really easy to make, and, and we see a lot of investors make impulsive decisions um, and, and, you know, shifts in their portfolios. Um, but you have to be really careful because making these panic-driven actions can derail you from reaching those long-term financial goals because you tend to act on the wrong pieces of information and you adjust your portfolio at the wrong time. But the more aware you are of what your intentions are and the more firmly you keep this vision that you have for your financial future in mind, the more likely and easier it should be for you to tune out the noise and really only make changes to your goals when you really need to. So that's the first point. The second one is to revisit your goals. Now, the interesting thing about periods of high uncertainty or difficulty like COVID um, or right now is, you know, like high inflation, recession and those kind of things, is it has a way of sharpening your focus on your goals. So, for example, you might need to reconsider, um, you know, am I still going to retire when I thought I was going to retire? Would I need access to my money earlier or later? And if you do need access to your money over the short term, then you should reconsider or consider lowering your risk in your investments. For example, maybe a money market fund if it's really short term. Mm -hmm. Or if your goals are sort of more than five years out, then you can afford to take on more risk and earn a higher return. But really the best thing to do is to avoid sort of the headlines and make rash decisions that will um, really impact or put your financial happiness at risk. Um, And and that's also why we often recommend seeing an independent financial advisor that can be your soundboard, that can help you, guide you, and give you an informed view um, to help you sort of set your goals and and use the appropriate funds and and investment tools to get there. So that's the second one. And the third one is really important to bear in mind for, I think, for everything, not just for investment, but think of setbacks as moments as opposed to a permanent change. Now, changing your mindset to be more optimistic requires you to think of financial mishaps or blips as really temporary things. Now, this can be really difficult if you're the one losing maybe your job, mm. but actually the challenge will be a lot more mean, manageable, you know, if you don't see it as a permanent change. 
got you. Yeah, so those are the three three easy tips to control your own emotions, actually. And I like that because, as you say, don't see it as a permanent change. It reminds me of a, a statement I, I've often shared with a few friends that nothing lasts forever, right? Um, mm-hmm. Good or bad, and we need to be cognizant of that. Uh, and what I'm also keen to, to, to build up on, I can imagine, as you encouraged us to do, to sit opposite a financial planner, to discuss our investment goals and objectives, and to um, also get our behavior in check, and that also speaks to building that long-term mindset. Uh, and I'm keen to understand if perhaps there, there are ways within which one can develop a long-term mindset uh, when it comes to investment. And not just for our benefit, but we live with families, with communities, with friends. Um, and even the conversations that we have around the braai, as we mentioned earlier, need to translate into us encouraging each other to have that long-term investment mindset. So uh, how do we do that and how do we develop that? Mm-hmm. Well, Guru, I think it's important to maybe look at, again, what is in your control and what is not. Mm. So when you think about optimism and control, so let's let's take this example. Can you control with, when a recession is going to happen? Of course not. Mm. Um, but can you control and improve your state of mind? Yes. And really, it is a good idea to look at what are the actions that you can take that is within your control to look after your own financial security. This can help you feel more optimistic about reaching your goals. And the moment that you have more optimism about reaching your goals, your chances of reaching them will be so a lot higher. You become more engaged. You, you tend to focus and become more action-oriented, but the good kind of action, not the action that leads to destroying your long-term yes. wealth creation <laughs> by making the wrong decisions, sure. but actually you know, taking appropriate good steps like seeing an independent financial advisor, um, you know, making good sort of long-term, short-term, and medium-term goals for your future and, and having someone that almost can keep you accountable for that. So, yeah, people that are future-oriented, um, as optimists tend to be, can think creatively about what the future world will look like, how they can get there, and then they make a plan to make it happen. So even though you might feel drawn to ditch optimism when things get tough, actually keeping this long-term mindset um, is really the key to success. Definitely. Long-term mindset, that's the key to success. And I think, Lisa Marie, I couldn't have put it uh, better myself, that all of it speaks to behavior. All of it speaks to the fundamental tools that we've always discussed here on this segment on the show with Alan Gray uh, about understanding our behavior, time in the market versus timing the market. And of course, just exercising investment discipline that speaks to our long-term goals and objectives. And where things do need to change, have that conversation with your financial advisor so that then you allocate your money to the right financial tools, products, uh, um, um, and, and investment opportunities that are available to you uh, to make sure that you can make those short-term withdrawals um, when they and if they should be required. Lisa Marie, thank you so much. I'm hoping that um, even if it's not light at the end of the tunnel, it's some kind of spark, right, that we've put together. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you, Gugu. Thanks so much. That's Lisa Marie Crawford. She's joined us as the head of Manco Distribution at Alan Gray. Helping you secure your future was brought to you by Alan Gray. Alan Gray is a financial services provider. Biz with Guletum Fupi, Monday to Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. on Kaya 959. On the streets, on the air.